is Friday. <laughs> That's how we wake up on a Friday, everybody. We got so much to talk about in and outside the industry. Automotive Congress was yesterday, and Tesla employees are taking to LinkedIn. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop. Man, I need to let the yeah. bounce. Remember the bounce? We need to bounce just a little bit longer on this Friday. Agreed. I love that line. I'm the one they call Lucky Charm. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like that today. I woke up oh, this morning, man. Kyle. This is the first two sentences we've exchanged all morning. <laughs> uh, I woke up today to a basement of water in my son's room that we just finished, and oh. then I got a call from. Um, our fixed ops manager at Congruent here with the studio where I come every day. And, and it's never good news when somebody calls in the morning because you know it's not like, hey, man, I just How wanted to doing? make sure you're set up for an awesome <laughs> Friday. I really appreciate everything you've been doing for me. It's never right. that. It's like, are you almost here? What? Why? It's like there's water everywhere. We just had a massive deluge in Syracuse yesterday. And so, like, I've heard stories of people literally water coming up from the toilets on the first floor of buildings because no of as much rain way. as we got. Yes. That is nuts. We don't even know what rain is anymore in Nashville, actually. <laughs> yeah. We're like, there's I rain exists that. in the world? Wait, I thought it was Syracuse. only 103 and sunny. I thought that was the only way we got anymore. So, <laughs> so we've, we've forgotten about oh, it. Oh, man, we have so much to talk about today. I mean, we've been talking about a SodaCon all weekend. We're going to keep talking about it. We started building the website. Um, we have a lot of sponsors. We call them collaborators lining up and just locking in. And everyone that locks in, we just get more excited that we're going to have another really unique activation. I mean, yes. It is, it's a good thing. So uh, if you haven't already, register at asoducon.com. Um, we are in a very limited in industry partner ticket. So that's your only chance to get one is being pre-registered on that list uh, when we release the, the eligibility. And um, we got a lot yeah, of details. And, uh, you know what? We haven't talked a lot about. We're going to have uh, about 350 dealer tickets for sale, which is also not a massive amount. No. And... Like thinking about all of the other events that you go to, and I'm going to go ahead and I th hope you're okay with this. I'm going to announce the I ticket am. price real quick. I'm okay but with it. When, when, when you go I'm to proud of it. I know. What I'm we're pulling proud. up for this ticket price. I'm really proud it's of it. Unbelievable. So for that whole 48 hours, the night before event, the full conference of two days for any dealer, it's only going to be $399. So $399 gets you a ticket to all of the content. Which is that's unbelievable. We were like, like you know, this like is like half day events, forty percent underpriced at least, right. and we're like, hey, we're trying to bring the fire in this event. Yep. This is this is our flag in the sand moment where yeah. we're, people are going to see, and anyone who gets to go is going to be like, this is the best three hundred ninety nine dollars I've ever. Well, spent and what's life. also cool, it's like overall trip costs, right? Every meal is a part of what we're doing. So literally one, two, three, four, five, six meals. Shoot, are a you're part right. Of that. I didn't even realize it's that. Nuts, right. So like low expenses. Right. Breakfast, hotels, full anywhere. breakfast, full lunch, full dinner. Right. Like right. You're, and you're hotels well. are anywhere between uh, our room blocks are going to be anywhere between 140 and 170. So you're not looking at $220 room. We got those. We got those casino hotel rooms for 140 to 170. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, yes, yeah. and, and then and then not just that, but I've looked at flights from Atlanta, Chicago, Nashville, like all of really the major cheap. cities this side of the Mississippi, and they're really inexpensive. And everyone has Correct. a one way ticket, so 
it's I, I, like when when you a direct talk flight about you mean, entire right? costs of a trip mm-hmm. you're not talking a couple thousand dollars you're like talking just maybe barely into that thousand dollar oh my gosh so, which is why nuts. we want you to bring some people that you usually wouldn't bring to a conference yes part of this conference is we're intentionally including the non-management levels the people that usually go like maybe management level but usually it's a lot of gms which we'll have a lot of gms we'll have a lot of owners but bring somebody who's just been crushing it or showing a lot of potential in your yep. store if you want them to really lean into automotive and get fired up, get them around us, right? Bring them close, oh, right? Yes. They're going to come home pumped up and energized, and it's not going to cost a lot of money. Yes, Melvin, and most importantly, Philly cheesesteaks. This is going to be this awesome. Base has Philly cheesesteaks. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me give you a little education. It doesn't just have Philly cheesesteaks, right? It's got a Geno's. Geno's steaks, the one everyone takes a picture of in Philly. There's actually one in the venue that's going to open up. And at lunchtime, you can just go get a cheesesteak from Geno's. Come on. We're not playing, man. There's no second rate catering hall. I keep saying this, but y'all, we didn't come here to bunt. It's just the reality. (laughs) Nate says in the comments, you guys must be ninjas because these prices are an absolute steal. Let's what go. the heck is that? All right, we got some we got some industry news to talk about. Yesterday, the Automotive News Congress was in Washington, and like, let me just say, like Casey Crane and the Auto News crew, when it comes to this kind of stuff, man, they just go full baller mode. They do it right. It's just unreal. Like, it's just real tight. Like, they've got all the video, all like everything's just right. And you know, I love how Casey Crane moderating some of those conversations and and doing it across like political and OEM landscape, and really talking about you know a lot of the conversations were just hey, all, everyone's saying we want to do this grand retooling of the automotive industry, but is everyone going to come to the table to be able to do that between OEMs, NADA, you know, Washington, DC, everyone coming together to together to do that. Because if, if that doesn't happen, then like if one party doesn't come to the table, then it's not going to work. Breaks down, breaks down, goes slow, inefficient Uh, automotive. I'm sorry. NADA president Mike Stanton says, you know, we've talked a lot about dealer and factory relations, but we can't get it done alone. Right. Our manufacturers are stepping up. The dealers are stepping up. We know the government is as well. We need to work with the government on all levels to make sure we get this right to be successful for who? The consumers. Hey. Right? We're saying we've been saying like what we're all trying to solve together is the consumer experience. Yep. Right. And in the end, like that's who we all should be fighting for. And if we do, then guess what? We all also get to win. Like when we're talking about the great collab. This is probably, ooh. I mean, <laughs> I think we right? want to own like, that one, man. <laughs> yeah, like, the great collab. Let's call it that, right? And we're going to start hashtagging the great collab. It's like Kyle and I are going to write a book called the great collab. Let's go. Because between dealers and OEMs and po- politicals and, uh, and menu, all of that coming together is going to take a world of work. And yep. right now, since in the year 2030, 2030. right? <laughs> Let's try to get that harmony done. <laughs> We're going to get it. We're going to get right. it. You, we've only got a few years left to figure that thing out. It's not like we're, we we don't have 20 years to do this thing. So. No, we don't. Um, Mike Stan also had a couple other interesting comments we highlighted in the show notes. Um, he, he wanted to point out and acknowledge like, hey, actually dealers are all in on EVs. And they're essential to the success of EVs, right? So he's like, don't be mistaken that because we're like, oh, Tesla is messing up our thing. 
that we're down on EVs. We're actually not down on EVs. We're all in. And if you talk to dealers, you realize like they want to know, they want to be a part of it. They want to educate, right? They, and they're essential really to the distribution and education and deployment of EVs. He also says that he views consolidation that's going on right now as a good thing because dealer prices are high. He goes, yep. those who are exiting and selling, it's all voluntary, which is a good thing. He goes, and the deep pockets, those who have deep pockets, they're investing heavily in the franchise dealer model, right? They're making it actually stronger. So, I mean, man, I thought there were just some great takeaways from that auto Congress that we can all just step well, into. I, and I think that there's feel definitely good about. a few OEMs really, really leaning on the, the reality that the distribution model through the dealer network is the best way to deliver cars. Oh, and yeah. so... Uh, I'm I'm really interested in having those conversations with those OEMs, those OEM presidents, and and watching those conversations unfold because it seems like there's kind of like two streams that OEMs are taking, and uh, I just I think that really calling on the dealers to understand what the local communities are saying about how they need this distribution to happen and the support and service mm -hmm. is going to be the absolute best play. And so, as a dealer, I would find out right now how your community feels out about IVs, what, what they need from you to be successful in a purchase or a service process or understanding how to, like, if you know all that, if you're the authority, then the OEM, when they come to you, you just be, instead you're bringing of like, some value to the table, Bingo. right? You can build the value right now and build the case for why the OEMs should see you as a critical component to the launch of EVs because you can do the work now to understand your community, advocate for your community, and really be the spokesperson for your community. Like, man, we're big fans of like, do the things you can do, control the things you can control, and yep. stop complaining about the things that you can't. Speaking of an opportunity to complain about things. Stop. Segway. Time. All right, so Tesla, as we heard in the news, that they announced they were going to cut 10% of their salaried workforce, and they did. And a number of their employees or former employees at this point have taken to LinkedIn not to complain. I spent some time reading through a lot of the comments in the I threads. Saw a lot of them. Man, I, I want to I read a couple of them today because, first of all, total class act from, from these folks that were, that were cut. And then we got a little punchline at the end. Okay, here's one. Tesla and I have parted ways after 10 long years and many cherished experience. It is over. Yes, I was part of the 10% layoff and was blindsided by the event. I would like to thank the many I've worked with. It has been a great experience. Best wishes to Tesla in their endeavor to change the world. And I'm proud to have been a part of that. My wife and I are looking forward to our next endeavor in life. John Estelle, maintenance technician. I was like, <laughs> slow clap for John. Like full slow clap. Unbelievable poise and excellence. And like, and he believed in what he was doing. <sighs> He believed in what he was doing. Here's another one. I'll do this one quick. So we have two. I'm deeply saddened to announce I was one of the 10% let go um, as being both a salaried and a remote worker. While my time was short, I gained a year of experiences with many amazing and hardworking humans. I missed the content development team. Uh, she ends while I'm saddened for this journey to come to an abrupt end. I also believe the world is on its way to a brighter and more sustainable future. I'm open to work and opportunities. Sarah Wilson, instructional designer. So, man. There's another one in there from uh, a sales and delivery analyst. Do you think she has some good insights on what consumers want? So, I mean, and, and, and every single one of them pointed to the learning that they receive. Yes. They didn't just like, give, right? 
if you receive. can if you can have all your employees at some level if they ever walk away whether you have to let them go or whether you have to uh, or whether they leave and go to the next thing if they can point back and go the learning the capacity that i grew in from my off. experience with that company that's you can't put a price on that you no can't. the third the third comment we're not going to read also mentions the learning Right. And so that, that comes along with a commitment to your people. Right. And whenever you see great companies, great leaders, they're always committed to the growth of their people. And if anything, this is one of my personal, you know, people say, what, what are you, what are your goals in life? And one of my highest level personal goals is that people will just be able to say that their life was better off for the time that they spent around me or next to me. Right. And that is exactly what we're seeing out of some of these Tesla comments. Our takeaway is this. Go to the link in the show notes, read the comments, and hire some of these fine people. Go hire them. Bingo. <laughs> because if this is their character on the way out, can you – I mean, it's an indicator of their character and their work ethic when they're in your organization. So please go scour the notes, click on the link, and bring some of these people in your organization. We have to keep moving. We just have wait, a couple wait, wait. minutes left. B takeaway. If you're a Twitter employee, look at these. Just <laughs> right, right, right. This is what you're heading for, this right? This is what you might a company, get. Yeah, okay. We, we can't go too far down that line. Um, we have an all things used car clubhouse room. If you're watching this on the live stream coming right up at nine o'clock Eastern, where we say it every week, there are over a hundred, between a hundred and 150 of the smartest operators and thinkers when it comes to used car and operations anywhere in the industry. Go to the clubhouse room and spend time in there. We're going to do it live at a SodaCon, but we do it every week right on clubhouse. Uh, last story, just for a little bit of fun. Have you been seeing the post about the people who have had Sonos speakers delivered no, at their house? I hadn't until I did a deep dive when you put this story in the show notes. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. Like, the, the, the person that got 30 Sonos 30? boxes, I'm like, eBay. Like, I'm setting We're up a whole room. I don't know what I've got going, but I've got, like, a whole studio set up. I'm going to eBay over here. I'm, I'm, I'm crushing through that. So there was a glitch in Sonos' shipping system, and, and pe for some people, unfortunately not me, who were in the system just started getting random Sonos speakers shipped to their house. One customer getting as many as 30 started to cause trouble in the lobby of their apartment building because they just keep getting boxes and boxes delivered. Sonos found the glitch. Um, and started, you know, started the reason we're talking about the story, it's fun, but they also started getting, um, sending, reaching out to these people, sending them return labels. And then the FTC actually stepped in and said, actually, FTC regulations say that you can't require somebody to send it back. And so Sonos released a statement saying, we don't require the return of extra equipment and we respect the decision of each impacted customer, which in my interpretation is this. I trust you to do the right thing. Right? That's it's exactly the old, it's what the old, I thought. I was like, old, what kind like, of person that's do you like want to be? Parent go, going no like, one will know. You can go out know. tonight and I trust you. <laughs> right? Which which really is a translation for don't mess it up. Right? Don't mess it up. So I don't know. What would you do? Um, I personally would send the speakers back. Yeah. But, um, you know, you can do what you want to do. We just thought it was an interesting way that a brand is handling uh, a shipping error. That's all we have time for on Friday. That's all we got. <sighs> Go to a .com, register because, boy, if we can distress it enough, this is going to be one you don't want to miss. But we got a lot of fun stuff. We got 90 days of greatness on the way to a Sodacon. Have an awesome weekend. <laughs>